Um, you know, we're disappointed that we didn't, uh, weren't able to force a game seven. Thought we played pretty hard last night and gave ourselves a chance. We just, the things that has bothered us throughout the season kind of um, stood out. We just couldn't close out and, and finish games. Um, a couple of the mistakes uh, that happened. But overall, you know, going into the season, we definitely had some high expectations uh, from where we were this time last year. Um, but we had some, you know, some tough breaks along the way. A couple of key pieces that uh, were injured. Keith didn't start the season off, and and then even when he came back, it took him about six weeks to really get into the, his form and getting in great shape. And then John's uh, injuries. But that's you know. But with all that being said, we still had a chance to to be in the playoffs because a lot of guys stepped up. You know, Brad has really uh, solidified his um, place in this league and being recognized as an all-star is a bright spot. Um, Kelly's made a jump. You know, Thomas improved during that stretch. Um, but the thing that I know that disappoints me, that we could have been a little better uh, with consistent um, play. You know, we lost to a lot of teams that were below um, 500 records. Um, but, you know, after the morning after, your, your, your thoughts are all over the board. And you'll have plenty of time to figure out why that was the case. Because we really could not find the reasons during the season to figure that out. But all in all, good season, not a great season, but a lot of improvement, a lot of growth within the team. Scotty, do you feel like this team is too casual? I mean, sometimes I feel that way. I mean, you have to also be realistic. You know, with John is a big piece of our team, and he missed half the season. So you can say that, but also he's missed half the season, and we still were able to be in in, in a chance to get to the sixth seed going into the last game. Uh, so, but con inconsistency, I I would say that's uh, has been a problem. Um, this past season, and I don't know if we were too casual or the right approach. There's some, there's something that was keeping us from being um, able to compete at the high level against all teams. Got to figure that out. Um, don't want to make excuse, but the re reality of it is, our best player um, wasn't with us during the whole year, but we've had a lot of improvement throughout the season with, with guys. And I said, Brad had really stepped up and improved his place in this league and uh, being a really good player and making an all-star team. What was it like for you throughout the season? You talk about searching for answers. What was it like trying to figure it out and just continuing to have these problems crop up? Well, it's, it's just as part of being a coach. You just try to, you know, you try to figure out the best um, guys that you can have on the floor. And you want guys to develop and 
but you also want to win games and, and, and work on the good habits. And it's give and take. You know, you got you to gotta let guys play through some mistakes, but you, gotta, I, you have to have that fine line of, of what is uh, best for the team and not the individual. And, but I, I, like I said, I'm disappointed that we, didn't, we weren't able to take the best team in basketball to the seventh game. Um, but it's what it is, and we have to look at ourselves in the mirror and figure out how we can improve as a group, myself included, our staff, our players, uh, and our team. Scott, was team depth an issue? Um, I think our bench is, was pretty good this year. Could could have been better and could have played better at times. Yeah, we didn't we didn't shoot the ball well, and I thought I thought we would be a better shooting team off our bench. Uh, but we didn't, we, we didn't shoot the ball well from the three consistently. Uh, some guys uh, just didn't have good shooting years or didn't finish the, the season shooting the ball well. Uh, that's, that's part of growing. That's part of being a, a good player in this league is being consistent for the, for the entire season. And got to find that. We definitely have to find that, um, whether it's within the group here or we have to add a piece here, a piece there. But we, ha we have, um, we definitely need to get some better sh uh, shooting. Scott, the, uh, coming into the season, kind of like you guys in Toronto were kind of pegged on the sort of the same level. They obviously finished where they finished, you guys finished where you finished. It's, it's been discussed all year how they completely overhauled their approach offensively, rotation, defense, what depth, what have you. Do you see something like that? Is, is that something you think that is possible, a, a true overhaul? Or do you see what you had was right? It's just it didn't work out this year. Well, I mean, injuries play a big role in that. Uh, and that's, that's based on good fortune. Um, you're not, nobody can predict it. And, but when, you do, when you're healthy, it gives you the best chance to uh, succeed and, and, and put your plan in place and be consistent throughout the year. Uh, they deserve credit. They, they've played well. And they've, they added a lot of shooting. They've improved their three-point shooting by you know, 10 more shots a game. And, and they've stayed healthy. That's the good fortune part. That's not anything they do better than us. It's just they got a good fortune on, in that part of the game. Um, do we need to improve some things? Absolutely. Um, can we do it within the group? I'm pretty confident that we can. We got two all-stars on our team, and just watching John and, and Brad's um, growth, uh, not only with themselves but with their teammates, has improved. And just watching last night's post game with John, um, giving Brad a lot of credit. And, you know, that's there's been talk about you know before I got here that that would not have been the case, but for the two years I've been here, they've been connected at the hip, and they know that they have to keep getting better, and they have to keep becoming better leaders, and, and but we all do. Coach, at the beginning of the year, people are always predicting how the season will turn out, and it's always been my contention. You may go in with a strong team, but it's always going to depend on who can stay healthy. Now. You had some guys go down, key guys go down, and some of the other players picked it up, and especially uh, the kid Sandowski or whatever, he picked it up. Yeah. 
But, you know, when you go into uh, games with 16, 17, 20-point leads and going in fourth quarter, and you just explode, how do you come to grips with something like that? Uh, I mean, that's a good way to look at a lot of things. Um, that's, um, I, mean, I don't know how many fourth quarter 20-point leads um, that we had throughout the game. Yeah, you know, that, that's, you know, the one thing, the one thing about NBA, a lot of times that happens. And, but you have to, you know, the, the, the growth that we've had, some players that got extended opportunities like Thomas, um, Sadoransky, he's played well, uh, he's improved. Um, but injuries, I mean, it's part of it. I hate it. I, I, I know, but that's, you have to keep working on and keep finding ways to get better as a group. And my job and our team's job is to come back, you know, next season um, a little bit better. Yeah, you get to, you, you, know, you kind of pull your hair out when you go down in the fourth <coughs> quarter and guys come down in the paint, throw the ball away. I mean, fundamentally, uh, sound mistakes that you should not be making uh, with professional athletes. And that has happened to you. And yeah. I see you on the sidelines, you know, you, you be going ballistic. But those are the kind of things that you're going to have to come to grips with. And that's it's about discipline. Yeah, I mean, fundamental basketball. I mean, we did, you know, we've had some turnovers um, last night in the fourth quarter. We missed some layups and opportunities to extend the series. But, you know, you have to, you definitely have to get better in, in the important areas of the game. It's just a simple game is just, you know, the fundamentals are, are critical and um, we have to improve. You think, um, you think Kelly sort of hit a wall? some point in the season, you know, maybe halfway through his numbers were way up. And then, of course, he went through the shooting slump in the second half. He definitely had a, almost like two, two seasons. Uh, he had a good start, um, shot the ball well. Um, we were extremely happy with the work that he's put in over the summer and the improvement. But he didn't shoot the ball well in the second half. Um, that's part of being a, a, a a good player in the process of, or the progress of being becoming a good player, you have to be able to stay consistent uh, throughout the season, and you're going to have some ups and downs, but you got to shrink those as, as small as uh, as you can. But he definitely has uh, some growth and upside. He's a, he's a young player who would have just finished his senior year in Kansas, so you got to keep a lot of things in perspective with Kelly. Uh, he plays hard. He plays with passion. Uh, a lot of times it um, works out. Sometimes it doesn't. Um, that's part of growing as a player in this league. You gotta get, you gotta find the consistency. Two years in a row, you've had a, obviously Gortat and Mahimi together, uh, old school centers in an era where the league was going different ways. Thoughts on dealing with that, or having that the last couple of years, and potentially going into a third year with that, or is it uh, some, one of those things where to consider having somebody else come in there that can do some different things? I mean, we're always we're always going to try to find ways to improve, and and uh, you know the league is such a three-point shooting league, and we definitely need the. We talked about it last year, becoming you know taking taking more threes, uh, but we have to be able to find more threes during the, during a game, and, and we got some good three-point shooters, and but I still think Otto needs to take more, and Brad needs to take more, and you know Keith needs to take more. So regardless of how we play at the five spot, um, 
there's always room for guys like uh, uh, March and Jan. We just have to be able to um, find ways to improve as the group. You know, there's not every team has centers that shoot threes. Um, we, our, our, our bigs do a good job of setting screens and freeing up a lot of our offensive players to get easy shots. And that's how we utilize their, their skill set. Do you think that Thomas handled just kind of the lesser role he had in the playoffs? Or did that catch him by surprise at all? Like you guys winning in time, how do you think that might carry over to next season at all? No, I mean, Thomas is a pro. He's, um, he's, a, he's not a finished product. He has to keep getting better himself. He's a young player. He's a developing player, even though he's played pro ball for a long time overseas. Uh, but he's, um, would he have liked to play more? Yeah, but you know, he didn't play more, he, but he played a lot of good minutes this past season. He solidified himself as being a good, good NBA player. You know, last season, I didn't know, he didn't even know if he was going to be able to stick in the league. I knew he had great effort and great energy and, and practice hard. He had all the great habits and intangibles that it takes, but you still have to be able to do it on the court. Uh, and he showed that he can do it on the court. Uh, next step, can you do it uh, throughout the season? And can you do it in the playoffs? And, but he's going in that direction that we can say that there's a great chance that that can happen. With the first round pick right out of the, uh, the lottery, what are you guys looking to address shooting or um, possibly getting a big that can shoot or a backup to Brad? Yeah, I mean, it's all probably across the board. We're looking at. Yeah, I mean, I. Probably too early for me to, to answer that question. Uh, Ernie and I will have obviously d discussions throughout the next uh, few months. Um, but when you finish the season, you try to um, take some time to reflect because the emotions are high. You know, you want to, a lot of times you have to take a step or two back and, and evaluate the season, reflect on the season, then you can figure out what we can do going forward, how we want to play going forward, and what we want to continue to preach going forward. But uh, the draft is something that we definitely have opportunities uh, to improve our team at the pick that we have. The, uh, with regards to Otto, you, you mentioned the getting more threes. His uh, lack of shots to some degree was a topic all season, considering how high percentage he shoots. Um, everybody's trying to figure out why, what needs to happen. I'm sure you have all you have all summer to figure this out from your perspective. Now, why do you think it was, was this, there was games where he just didn't get enough shot injuries aside, like like this series? Yeah, I mean it's unfortunate the injury happened. You know, he was obviously a big part of our <coughs> our team. Even when he doesn't get the shots, he you have to guard him. You're not going to uh, crowd the paint. And there's some some guys that you know when you on the floor that. They're guarding you, but they're not guarding you. And Otto, you have to guard him. Um, but we definitely need him to, to take more shots, especially in the fourth quarter. He doesn't seem to uh, get the opportunities. And it's a, I've said it many times, it's a com combination of him, myself, and the point guard. Uh, but he's had a good year. He's improved. He's, uh, he's um, Get healthy. You know, it's unfortunately, it did it happen at the time it happened. Um, but he's, I thought, throughout the year, he's played pretty consistent. He, when Kelly jumps in there for him, it feels like he is able to get off shots. Is that a, is that a sign of sort of both of their mentalities 
what, of, of how they could go at it? Yeah, Otto's, um, Kelly's going to go get his shots. He's going to, the one complaint I have with Otto that he doesn't run the floor enough uh, to get himself easy shots in transition. And, and the, the games that he does, the, game, the, the nights that he has big nights. And then he can get his cuts and he can get to the free throw line. He needs to do that more, and he doesn't get to the free throw line enough. Um, but that's definitely an area that he has to get better uh, at. Um, but he's, like I said, he's pretty consistent. And one thing you can count on Otto is consistency throughout the year. I know that um, <coughs> injuries played a part, but you look at the East. Austin had their guys missing. Philly's coming into their own. There's maybe LeBron's last year in Cleveland. Was this kind of a opportunity just given where the East was this year? Um, yeah, but I think, I mean, I think every year there's going to be one happy team. I mean, I've been in the NBA Finals as a coach, and you would think that, you know, you should feel good about yourself, but I have the same feeling that I have now. You, you know, you're disappointed. Um, but so every year is a missed opportunity. You have to look at that. Your goal is to uh, is to create an opportunity for yourself and your team to be in the, in the championship contentions. There's a lot of good teams in the East and the West. It's no longer, you know, you can go in the East and you can work your way through. There's parity. We were the eighth seed and we had a chance to force a game seven with, against the number one team that's been there all season long. Scott, uh, in terms of internal development, um, how hands on do you plan on being with the uh, novel season? Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. You know, we have to obviously hire our staff, and but it would we will be connected. Uh, I've always I believe in it. I believe in developing the, the players, and I think the, having our team right here in, in DC is going to help our you know our growth as an organization. Um, our ownership group, Ted, and our group has given us a, an incredible opportunity, the resources, and and the team, and the new arena, and our new practice site. A lot of great things are happening, and we're thankful for, for the group. Uh, but I believe in it, and you know, whoever we hire will be uh, part of my staff. We, I will be at their practices. They will be at our practices. I will be at their games and when I can, and they will be at our games when they can. It's uh, We're uh, one group. I know we have two different names, but we're one group, and we have to uh, we will utilize each other. Scott, is Lawson a, a target for you guys this summer? I think um, he's really showed that he can play. Um, you know, I, I enjoyed uh, my short time getting to know him and be around him and see his work ethic and his ability to impact the game. Uh, but you know, free agency, there's a lot of moving parts, and but he's definitely somebody that. Uh, I think that is a really good basketball player that can help um, going forward. Whether he is back or not, does ha did having him, his the capabilities he could do, particularly shoot the shoot the three, did that uh, change? Does that uh, open eyes as to what this team can do with different types of point guards? Because the last few times Thomas decided to back up to guys that can't shoot as well, it's harder to play with John, things like that. Well, with, with Ty, he's basically he started for a lot of years in this league and averaged, you know nearly 20 points and nearly 10 assists. He's, he's, a, he's a legitimate point guard. That's, he's done that his entire life. 
Thomas can do a lot of things. Thomas is not just a backup point guard. He can he can play all different roles, and that's the strength of his game. He's uh, kind of like a utility player that can do a lot of good things for you, for the group. But Ty is a he, he is a point guard, and he's uh, a very good one. Do you know if anybody's going to have any procedures or anything like that? Um, not that I know of. Um, I, all of our players will have uh, meetings with um, our medical team and go over all the bumps and bruises and all the aches and pains that they've have and they've had throughout the years and evaluate it. But by, as of right now, I don't know of anyone other than you know the yesterday's uh, procedure with Otto. And like I said last night, everything went well. And that's great news because he's been healthy pretty much all season. I don't know how many games he missed total, maybe five or six. But um, but yeah, I think it, that's just Otto. Is bringing back Mike Scott an option? We're all an option. I think uh, he's had a great year. He's done a lot of good things for us. It was a great pickup. Uh, did not know much about him. Uh, just a true professional. Worked hard. Gave us everything he had. Had a lot of good moments. Um, but he's another player that should continue to get better. And you know he's been healthy all year, which was uh, good news for him. And but it was also good news for us. He's really he had a good surprising year for for us because I didn't think. I didn't know much about him, but he's, like I said, he's a pro. He comes in, does his work every day. With, with regards to Jody Meeks, obviously the suspension still holds, which does therefore carry into the season. He's got a player option. Where do things stand as far as you know at this point with him going forward? Yeah, he basically answered it right there. He has a player option. That's his option. And then he has the, the NBA suspension. We have to deal with that. Uh, it's not uh, ideal situation, but it, it's it's out. It's what it is, and you have to deal with it accordingly. And, and that's, that's all I have. You look at the fourth quarters of Game Five and Game Six, and <coughs> some of the, the shooting struggles that John and Brad had. Do you feel like that's more of a factor of you know just teams staying up on them, or the, the accumulation of minutes, or, or some other reasons? No, I, I mean the minutes. I mean, like I said many times, first round. There's so many days off between games, and. Every team plays their best players more minutes. Um, Toronto did not have to do that last night. Their bench came in and really played well in that fourth quarter. They've been doing that a lot of times throughout the year. Um, they had, you know, there's times you have just you have a bad night of shooting. It's, um, it's the game of basketball. You got to figure out ways to stay competitive when you do have off nights and. We did that. We just didn't have uh, enough shot making to close out the, those two games. Is it just shooting that you would say is the biggest thing this, this team needs to address this summer? I think I think everything is everything's on the board. Uh, I think I have to improve as a coach, and our players have to improve as players. That's that's what that's what the role of a professional athlete uh, going into every off season and a coach going into every off season. You have to find out ways to improve the group because you don't know. Um, as we know, the, the league is very fluid. Um, we have some free agents, and, and they have an option to, to go other places just as well as we have an option to sign them. So we have to figure out ways to how we can improve the group. And shooting is important. Let's face it, you have to be able to score the basketball, especially with all the three-point shooting teams. Uh, you can't just you know take long twos and, and expect this to keep the score close when they're shooting threes and making them. We did a pretty good job defensively on the three. Did not do a good job this past series. Uh, All right, thank you. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, first and foremost, you know, I just want to 
just saying I'm blessed to be able to play the game that I love and, you know, be able to play in the NBA. Honestly, I'm, I would have never thought I would still be here, honestly, when I was younger. Uh, but this season was it was a learning experience for me um, because I honestly got the chance to really just feel confident and, and feel that like I belong in this league and that I could be great in this league. Um, you know, obviously I had, you know, I had the highest amount of points that I've averaged in my career, so that's that'd be a positive, but I don't look at that. I just look at the room for improvement, so I'm really excited for that. What are those for you, those rooms of improvement? Consistency, man. You know, I fell off crazy, uh, you know, these past couple months on my jump shot. And, you know, it's not that I'm not a good shooter. I'm honestly a great shooter. It's just the fact that, you know, I, I'm undisciplined and, you know, I have to get back into the gym and just put the reps in and put the time in and slow my mind down and, and make sure that every jump shot that I shoot is perfect and, you know, every play that I make is perfect and just continue to get better in that aspect. Do you think uh, there'll be some more work with Drew and kind of get back in the lab when it comes to? No doubt, man. Drew Hanlon, you know, will be back in the trenches. You know, we, it's, that's my guy and, you know, we're going to get back to, to getting better. Coming into the season, you guys in Toronto were kind of on the same general level. Uh, Perception-wise, they obviously finished where they finished. You guys finished where you finished. Now that you went head-to-head -head with them, and you know, essentially a relatively even series, they obviously win it. What do you see as the difference between getting where you guys are at to getting where, where they are now? Um, I just think um, th throughout the whole season that they they, they did the things that we kind of didn't do. Um, you know, we like we failed to a lot of teams who were below 500, and they beat uh, all the teams that were above uh, below 500. So that got them, you know, to where they were in the playoff seasons in the race, and that all matters, man. It, it, at the end of the season, like the home court advantage really matters, and you know everything is strategic. So you know we have to take care of each game, like you know we're ready to take care of home court during the playoffs. I know we've been asking all season, but do you have any, you know, explanation for why you've been more focused in some games than others? And effort level just hasn't been consi consistent with all those losses to sub-500 teams? Are you asking me that? Yes. My effort level? I don't know. I just feel like I run through the wall each and every time I step to the court. If it's good or bad, you know, I try to make a mistake, at least going hard. Um, you know, as simple as that. Um, obviously, you know, you, you, you take the pedal, you take your foot off the gas when you play against teams who aren't, you don't think are, are as good as you. But at the end of the day, we in the NBA, man, you got to respect everybody the way you respect yourselves or you want to be treated. So, you know, we kind of didn't do that in some games and, and we, we pay for it. But at the end of the day, you know, we learn from that. I don't think that'll ever, ever happen again. What do you think is necessary for this team to get over the hump, get past the second round, or even improve on this season? Honestly, um, just continue to sharpen the tools that we have, um, you know, control what we can't control and um, just look forward. Always be positive, encourage others, you know, make sure everybody is confident on the court and everybody can, you know, feel like they belong. You know, it, if everybody doesn't feel like they belong, then you don't really have a, a team. You don't have, a, you know, guys who can go to war. You just have, you know, guys who are just out there. So I just feel like, you know, encourage each other, continue to build relationships and, you know, continue to move forward. They continue to sharpen the tools that I guess you can read into that this core if you bring back this core this core should be able to win um, yeah we have it what, what makes you think that you know this core is currently established if there was problems with getting making people feel like they're involved and Building relationships. Hey, Candace, I, I respect the question, but that's not, I, I have no answer for that. You know, I can't step into somebody else's lane. I can only do what I can do and just get into this, this gym, this offseason, man, and get better and make sure that I come back a better player, you know, bigger, fat, better, fast, and stronger, you know, mentally, physically, and spiritually. So that's all I can do. You feel like this summer is going to be bigger than 
normal for you given your contract uh, going into next year? Um, I'm not putting any pressure on it um, because I'm not really just focused on that. I'm more so focused on just, you know, getting back and just doing exactly what I did last summer, but a little bit more. I'll be going, you know, two a days each and every day, uh, except on the weekends. Um, I'm logging out all social media accounts. I'm going to have my girlfriend and my assistants handle that. And, you know, I'm just really going to take it like that, man. It's a big summer, like you said, and, you know, it's something that you know, I'm ready for. How do you feel like your defense kind of progressed throughout the year? Were you pleased with the strides you made there? Yeah, um, I stopped picking up two quick early fouls, and I was really proud of that. Uh, that was something my dad really told me to stop doing, and, and it was kind of messing up, you know, my game because I can't stay in the game and, and be as effective that way. So I feel like I've done better of, you know, not necessarily reaching and being as aggressive and just being more smart. With that stretch, uh, right at the start when John this the, le- the, the last time when he missed uh, the game when you guys started ten and three and you guys were probably collectively the best brand of basketball of the year and then things obviously faded you guys lost fourteen and twenty one was it just running out of running out of gas at some point with with not having one of the you know, obviously one of your best players? Um, no, I don't think it's running out of gas, man, because we are all ready. Um, you know, Brad was definitely tired. <laughs> I was a little tired. Otto was a little tired. Keith. But, you know, at the end of the day, we have been in this position before. We've played the same amount of games plus more. So, you know, I don't think we're necessarily fatigued. Um, you know, I think it was just a thing of, you know, we had to find ourselves and we never really got to find our identity throughout the year. So, you know, going into the playoffs against a team who has found their identity and, you know, us not necessarily finding ours kind of um, hurt us a little bit. What do you think this team's identity would look like? We're... Um, we're a young core of guys. Uh, you know, we have a lot of athleticism, speed. You know, we have a lot of, you know, just raw talent. So I just feel like our, our identity is just going out there, locking you up. You're not going to score on us. And we're going to come in, in transition. You can't keep up with us because we're going to go dunk on you because we're faster than you. So it's just it's just a defensive team and a transition team. And, you know, we definitely, that's, that's who we are. Last question. Uh, besides um, fine-tuning your jump shot and, Staying disciplined with that. What other skills do you want to work on and improve this summer with Drew and come back next year? Fundamentals, basic fundamentals, ball handling. Um, definitely want to make sure my, you know, my handles are on a string. Um, finishes. I need to be a better, you know, have better finishes when I'm attacking the paint. I can't throw up any BS, you know, because people are definitely on that. And you know, just being more because this is a jump shooter, man. So I mean, I'll be in the gym working on my handles, working on my finishes, and working on you know my shot. So. Thank you, everybody. Well, it didn't it didn't go as, as planned for sure. Uh, we are expecting to have a better record, better season. We expected to go obviously further into playoffs, but uh, you know because of the different reasons, we end up uh, on an eighth seat and and after, you know getting disappointed loss in uh, game six in the first round. Uh, it's hard to say. Uh, I would say some things comes with experience. Some things comes with uh, just concentration and focus before uh, before the game. Um, you know, I can only speak about myself. You know, how I'm getting ready. You know, before the game and how I focus before the game. You know, you never know if another player doesn't have any issues. You know, off the court and you know get distracted because of different things. You never know. Um, um, but yeah, I mean. 
I guess the one thing about the Wizards, you never know who you're going to expect today. You know, you might get a team that's going to be, like I said, lose to, to the worst team in the league, or you can beat the best team in the league. You never know. And um, trust me, if we could figure out this thing a long time ago, we would do that. But we were not able to do that. How would you describe the culture of this team compared to other seasons in the past? Uh, well, obviously the culture is pretty much the same. Uh, especially the last four or five years since I've been here. Um, you know, the core of the team is pretty much the same. Uh, <clears throat> listen, we win, we're winning. That's the most important thing. We are winning. Uh, four out of five years since I've been here, we've been in playoffs. Um, you know, it's not like we are one of the worst teams in the league, you know. At the end of the day, we are a pretty good team. We know we have potential to be even better, but we got to show this and prove it on the court. With the core winning, as it's currently constructed, can this, can this core, as it is, get over the hump? Uh, I truly believe we can, at some point we can, but we got to work on it. We got to work on it and, yeah, a lot of different reasons has to be a lot, a lot of different things has to happen too. Can you elaborate on what any of those things might be? No. <laughs> Mark, you were here the two years under Whitman where you got to the second round and then you had you missed the playoffs the next year. Again, last year you had the big expectations and then this year the eight seed. Does this have any of the same type of feel as that season when you missed the playoffs where it was a big step back and, and changes needed to be made? Um, not necessarily. I mean, it's... It was a bad year back then, and uh, you know this year John missed 40 games. I think it's you know it's not easy. It's not easy to play without your main guy, and, and you know obviously Thomas did a tremendous job. He stepped in and he he obviously covered up for him. You know tremendous effort for 40 games. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, um, a lot of things happened during the season. You know it was a very rough season. Uh, for the whole team, uh, definitely rough season for me. And um, you know, every year something different happens. You know, you gotta. It's it's very hard also to sit down 24 hours after the season and just sit down and analyze right now what happened bad. Like you gotta sit down, relax, watch everything. You know, go over everything. And and I, I'm I'm quite sure that management and coaching staff will have answers probably. In a few days, few weeks. As a uh, as a veteran, I feel like you might have an interesting perspective on Kelly's season. He's obviously a young player trying to find consistency. What do you think about you know how he, obviously the numbers were much better early on than they were toward the end? Well, Kelly's uh, one thing I love about Kelly. He's a hardworking kid. Uh, you know, he's he's definitely feisty. He definitely got the fire in him, and I love about that about him. <clears throat> but. You know, he got to get better too. You know, just as he get better on the court, uh, playing basketball and, you know, skill-wise, skill set, he improved his skill set. He also has to improve, you know, just the knowledge of the game. And I think this is going to be another step for him. He has to study the game. He has to study the game. He has to understand when is the chance to, for him to attack, when is the chance to, for him to pass the ball, when is when he has to back off a little bit defensively, where he has to put more pressure defensively. He has to learn that. and. I think he's on the on the way to to be a very good player in this league, and you know that's just another step for him. Um, he had he had tremendous year. Uh, I'm ho I hope he really enjoyed playing. You know as many minutes he played because he took my minutes basically. Uh, so uh, <laughs> I was I was relaxing down there on the bench, and we went small ball, which is the worst thing.
that man could ever, you know, <laughs> invent in this league. I hate small ball. Small balls, the best small basketball in this league is, is just trash. I hate that. <laughs> well, with the NBA shifting that way, it's another year for you as a big man. Over the summer, do you think, even just think about it, March, adding a corner three into your arsenal? <laughs> I'm gonna work this summer. I'm gonna work on my ten. I'm gonna, I'm gonna work on my ten. I'm gonna work on my six pack, maybe. You know, give my bicep definition. You know, a bit better. I'm definitely gonna work on my threes. I promise you that. You can't work and you can't improve three point. You know, you can't improve your shot specifically for me. I mean, I, I truly believe I'm a, I'm a, I'm a solid, good, you know, shooter up to 15, 17 feet. But I'm not gonna shoot threes. No, I'm not going to do that. I want to go into the paint, bottle people, be physical, get scratches, bleed. That's that's how I made living in this league for 11 years, and that's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to pop on the, on the three-point line and shoot threes. I'm not going to do that. And I got one more year left. I'm going to try to play as best as I can. Bottom line is I I see, I read people. I see what people say. I, re, I read what people write, and it's impossible that I came back you know, four months after last year, I came back four months later after the off season. All of a sudden, I'm old now. I have a lot of left in my tank. I know what I can bring to the table. Physically, I'm trust me, I'm better than a lot of 20 years old people in this league. And I know I have a lot of left in my tank. Uh, I definitely have one more year contract here, and I want to I want to come back to you know being the guy that I was at least last year. And uh, I'm hoping I'm going to get this opportunity. Do you think there was a um much bigger deal made about some of the internal things going on with the team throughout the season? And do you think that towards the end of the season that everybody was on the same page when you all made the playoff run? We are definitely on the same page. There was definitely, we were definitely on the same page. We had a great chemistry at the end of the year. Uh, the stuff that came out on the middle of the season, it was mostly created, unfortunately, by you guys, by a lot of people that has no clue what's going on in the team. Uh, Whatever you know, stuff came out about me, John. It, it was just all nonsense. It's it's stuff that's 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 uh, unnecessary. It was created by the media. Uh, we did talk about a lot of things, and we had no issues. I mean, having all these issues, and the next game we going into the game, and he passed me the ball eight times, and I give him eight assists, and he, I, you know, I have eight buckets. I mean, come on, that's that's. That would be kind of weird because if I'll be pissed at somebody, I won't probably pass him the ball. <laughs> so, yeah, we were good. We are good. Are we best friends and like the greatest friends, brothers? Probably not. But I'm not the best friends with probably half of the team over there. You know what I'm saying? So I have few good friends, but rest of them they're just my colleagues and teammates. That's just how it is, and that's how it is around the league. Martin, how would you, along the same lines, how would you describe the dynamic between Brad and John? So many people wonder about those two. I. I watched them for five years. I think they they playing uh, tremendous. You know, they they they. I would say they fit each other perfectly because you know one guy handles the ball, push hard. Other guy is a great shooter, uh, great athlete. Um, they both different, uh, ice and fire. I would say, and uh, they definitely different. They definitely different. You know, they respect, they value different things in life, and they focus on different. One guy is super loud. The other guy is super quiet. <laughs> Um, you know, sometimes when you when you're playing with John, you at some point like, can you please don't speak anymore? And then when he's actually missing, you have Brad who's like, can you please say something? You know, so they complement each other, you know, perfectly. So um, 
I mean, what I've seen, they've been good. They've been really good together. I mean, listen, you make playoffs four out of five years. That's pretty good. So what do you think is the next step in progression for, for Otto's career? Can you repeat? For uh, Otto Porter, what do you think are the next steps for him to keep progressing? It seems like maybe uh, some people thought he didn't quite meet the expectations this year. Well, you got to lock him in uh, in the weight room for like a good four months. You got to gain at least 10, 15 pounds. And I think he's going to be at least twice better player. I mean, skill wise, skill set wise, he's 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 unbelievable. He got everything. He can rebound. He can shoot the ball. He can post up. He can pass. He can definitely defend if he's healthy. And um, as I told him and I told Kelly, they both got to improve in the weight room. They got to get into the weight room. I mean, some people love that. Some people don't. But you know, if they're gonna improve, if they're gonna be able to get you know the extra five, ten pounds of muscle, it will help them a lot. Right. Um, it seems like from, from this time last year to right now, um, a little different um, attitude from you. You kind of seem uh, resolved. And last year, whatever we read into it, uh, maybe a bit despondent. Am I reading that right? Well, I'm, I'm trying to choose the, the right words right now, actually, to be honest with you, because last year I said I'm going to speak to my agent and I'm going to tell him, you know, if this is the right fit. Well, this year it's even more of that stuff because I have the last year of the contract. I know how the league goes, you know. Uh, the management is going to make the right decision for the, for the w what's good for the team, for the future of the team. So uh, if I tell you this year the same thing, I'm going to speak to my agent just because I, just in case, worst case scenario, I want to be ready if something's happened. I want to be informed. I don't want to read this little headline on the bottom of ESPN, Gord, I'd get traded, and I'm finding out from TV. You know, I would like to know that from my agent. So. But again, we'll see. That's that's. I know what people are saying. I know I'm the oldest guy in the team. Uh, by the passport, the oldest guy, uh, because for real, I'm pretty much younger than anybody in this team. <coughs> so, yeah, that's that's just how it is. I mean, I'm good. I'll have, I'll have one more year. I'd like to fill it out that year here in uh, in Washington. But uh, we'll see what's going to happen. To put a bow on this series, since we didn't really ask about that, um, entering the year, you guys in Toronto were kind of pegged on the, you know, like on the same level. They finish number one seed, you guys are eight. They obviously win the series. You look at the two teams, especially the starting lineups, pretty comparable in a lot of ways. Why do you think they were able to outlast you in the series? And, and what, what do you guys have to do to get to where they are? Well, I think they were more consistent. They were more consistent. They have a pretty good bench. They have pretty good bench. Um, you know, I think we had we had moments where you were, we were really productive too. Obviously, having Ty Lawson, you know, a week before or right on the middle of playoffs was obviously wasn't the best, you know, the greatest uh, fit for us because we need him. We, it, will, it will be great if, it could, if, if we could have him, you know, a month or two months before playoffs so we could learn to play with him. You know, he was still able to get in and help us, out, you know, help us a lot. But, you know, we had few players added to the team right before the playoffs. And, you know, you can, you can, you can make up that, you know, 82 games of regular season in, in a week. It's impossible. So, um, you know, it is what it is. They, 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 they beat us. They were pretty good. We got to give them credit. All right, thanks, much. Thanks, thanks, much. Thanks, Mark. Keep us to put a bow on, uh, on the Toronto series. What do you think ultimately was the difference that, uh, that they were able to get I, I, I think they finished games a lot better than what we did. Um, 
Last game, they, they, they almost played the whole fourth quarter without DeRozan. You know, and it just goes to show you, like, you know, how deep their team was. To that point, a topic during the series and kind of to some degree all year, it always came down to sort of minutes. Um, you know, John Brad, you in the series played a lot of minutes. Did that, you think that played any factor in terms of, I know you guys want to play 40 and you could, but if they're not having to play as much and, and you guys are in the fourth quarter. No, nah, I don't think it had a factor because, you know, in the playoffs, you know, you put it all on the line. I don't really feel like, uh, you know, you really get you really get tired because uh, the game means so much. You know, what I mean, it really doesn't it doesn't come down to you know playing a lot of minutes. Scott Brooks mentioned um, your sports hernia injury, as far as uh, some of the things that have gone wrong, that setbacks in the season. In retrospect, how long did it take you to be yourself? Uh, I mean, I ain't. Got no excuses. I knew it would take you know longer. It was a, it was a eight. I was supposed to be out eight weeks or ten weeks or something. I came back. I think it was, uh, if it was eight in like six weeks. Still uh, was dealing with an ankle injury from from the, the Boston series, <laughs> and I had another surgery too. But you know, just kept that, that that quiet for the most part. So it just took me a while. But you know, it'd be like that. I wasn't, I wasn't bitching, I wasn't complaining. You know, I just knew it would take a little while to, to overcome, overcome that, those injuries. What was the, yeah, what was the surgery? I had a little, little surgery on my groin, uh, but it wasn't, it wasn't major. That was over the summer. Or? Yeah, same time I got the hernia surgery. Um, you uh, tweaked your ankle early in the series. Um, did that affect you at all? Now that it's over? No, it didn't affect me. Obviously, a question we asked you guys all year is the inconsistency, the lose, the lose to some teams under 500, and Scott and some of the other guys have addressed that too. To the point of saying, you know, if you could coach, figure out ever why. What's your best guess? Why were you guys just never able to be consistent? Uh, I couldn't tell you, man. Sometimes it felt like uh, it was immaturity, you know, the team of uh, you know, not coming to play against those type of, you know, those those easier opponents. And uh, you know, kind of hurt us in the long run. Uh, you know, we did step up and play. Uh, you know, the, the better teams. You know, to a T. But you know, the playoff picture would have been a little bit different. You know, I just you know talked down on organizations, but we had to beat Atlanta, Detroit, Orlando. We didn't play any of uh, any of their starters in the second half, so we basically lost to a D League team. And that, that was the positioning from. Eight to seven, we could have played Boston. You know, I, I don't know how that would have went, even though I didn't want to play Boston. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I think you know, I think it was his immaturity. Even though we're a veteran team, I just think we didn't uh, we didn't prepare ourselves every every night uh, to come out and you know play our brand of basketball. You kind of look at the East third round. It's Boston had some injuries. Philly's coming into their own. LeBron might not be there next year. Cleveland. I know you guys had injuries too, but is this kind of a missed opportunity given where the East was this year? Uh, for sure, a missed opportunity, especially uh, you know how we kept it together with uh, with John being out. You know, a lot of games with me missing a lot, of, uh, multiple games with OP missing multiple games. We, you know, we still we still strong. We stood uh, we still tall through the season to make it to the playoffs, and. Um, but with saying that, we still had the same exact team. And then we didn't play to our ability. I felt like um, 
you know, this team that we had last year, we, we felt like we it, it was more care. I felt like uh, um, we gave it all when we lost to Boston in that game seven. And I feel like we didn't give in even, you know, even when, when we did lose. I feel like we were resilient. I feel like we, you know, we fought to the end. Just, Sorry. Go, you good. Going back to what you were saying about maturity and consistency, are you saying, it sounds like what you're saying is maybe against some of the teams lower in the standings, it was kind of taking it for granted or not? Yeah, it's not It's not coming to do our job, like, you know. And then the NBA, you know, it's an 82-game season. It's a long season. You know, you got to prepare yourself to to be able to, you know, play those back-to-backs. And that's, that's me also, uh, to play those back-to-backs to, 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 you know, travel different cities. And and to be able to beat you know lower talented teams you know especially when we when competing against you know the Cavs and and, and Golden State and, and and all the good teams that's that's in the league but can't beat you know that, that Orlando team when we go back to that the Orlando team that you know basically played all D League players we had that problem the entire year couldn't figure it out. How does the team correct that for the next season? I'm not sure. It's not my job. <laughs> my job is to get better during the summer and uh, be ready to play. You know, when it's time. Marquis, how do you compare the mindset of the team after last year? You know, losing Game Seven, the confidence coming back to be a top three team versus now losing to Toronto. How, what is the mindset of the team going into next year? Um, you know, we just got to be better. Um, like I said, uh, we had, this year we had a lot of ups and downs. You know, it was it was a lot of obstacles obstacles to overcome with this team this year. You know, with injuries and all that stuff going on. But uh, you know, just come in. You know, hopefully we got everybody healthy. You know, and just attack the season different. Uh, knowing that you know the time is now, and, uh, and we and we got to go get it. Archer was saying that uh, Seth talked a lot as if you know he wants hope to be back. That he thinks you guys can get this done, but he also recognizes it's the last year of his contract, and in this league, that, that could mean getting moved. You're kind of now in the same boat. And what's your sense of this next year for you? Do you see your back? What, what we're doing? Uh, kind of I, I, I hope so. But, you know, I, I would definitely want to finish my career here. You know, I, I love being here. I love, uh, you know, being in the city that, you know, I was basically raised in. Um, and playing for this organization, but you know how it go. Uh, it is what it is. You know when it comes to that type of stuff, but it's not on my mind right now. The season just ended, ended yesterday. You know, I'm a, I'm a full-time dad now, so I have to figure that out. Where, Other stuff on my plate. Didn't finish Curry beyond this contract. You'd like to stay? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Where do you think that immaturity comes from? Just because you guys, you know, John's been in the league. You've been in the league. Brad's been in the league now for a couple of years. This is this isn't really a young team. I yeah. a couple of guys. I said that. I said, uh, you know, but we couldn't figure it out. Um, you know, I, I felt like we felt sorry for ourselves a lot. Felt like we felt like it was, you know, it was just a lot on us, you know, going through. Like I said, with those injuries and all that stuff, and trying to find the next man up. But you know, we lost those games, but I, we held it together enough to get to the playoffs. And uh, we just couldn't finish. Yeah, curious your thoughts on the, on the two small forward, very opposite guys. Otto is highly efficient, but not at times gets attacked for not being aggressive enough. Kelly's shot 
went away the second half of the year, but he's aggressive and keeps going. What, what's your sense of those two guys? What, what, where do you think kind of stands that position? Where do they have to kind of continue to, to, to take the next step for both of them? Uh, no, uh, OP is a great, you know, it's a great compliment to this team. He plays off John and Brad and myself so well. Um, and, you know, Kelly, he's, like you said, he's more aggressive. Um, I'm really not the coach, so I really couldn't tell you, like, what, what, what roles need to expand. But, uh, you know, both of those guys are going to continue to get better. Uh, and uh, we just got to see what happens next year. To improve the season, what are the biggest areas of focus that you're going to try and get better at? Uh, everything. Uh, I go in the summer, you know, just trying to work on my game and uh, try to work on every aspect of my game. I think uh, one one thing I got to do more. I got to play more bully ball because of the you know the league's changed. Everybody, the best teams are switching five, and uh, you know I got to be able to you know get that part of my game down to a T. With regards to that, playing more five, because obviously for you, that's did it more. It seemed logical you would even do it more. Is there something you could do in the offseason to get him to, to get ready to potentially do more shot, put away, whatever it is? Uh, be ready to set more pick and rolls. You know, that's tough. Uh, and I know it was tough on Martian. I think he led the league in picks. That's a tough thing to do, you know, be, be setting pick and rolls every play. And uh, I think that's that's most important thing I need to do uh, playing the five. Even though the league has shifted to shooting and spacing the small ball, you do believe that you can be effective with bully ball? Yeah, I think so. Uh, if, you, if you look at the better teams in the league, they all switch five. And um, not too many bigs bully, especially at the four position. Uh, probably look around the league, it's probably maybe two or three, you know, they do it real efficient, you know, and that's Maybe Blake Griffin, but you gotta be, you gotta get to a point where you know teams not allowed to switch, you know, on me and uh, and we not take advantage of it. Um, Keith, as uh, one of the emotional leaders of the team and a pioneer of the death row DC uh, movement, what do you think uh, needs to change with this team so that they can have that same aggressiveness throughout the season and not you know try to flip the switch, you know, when the playoffs come? Consistency with, with 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 everything, you know, with um, you know how hard we work every day, we're coming in and, and doing your job every day. With with roles, being being consistent at you know what you're supposed to do for the team to help the team win. And uh, you know, like I said, we went through a lot this year. You know, with, with, with players, you know, getting injured and you know all the media stuff and all that stuff. So you know, it kind of you know hurt us a little bit. Is it uh, more difficult to process going out in the first round? Yeah, the next the next day is always the worst day. You know, it's you wake up and it's, you know you don't have any obligations. You don't have practice. You don't have shoot around. You don't have film. You don't have anything. You, know, you just kind of wake up and have exit meetings and. You know, that's that's how you know it's over. So um, it's definitely it's a frustrating year. It was a down year, but there's a lot of good things. Um, a lot of lessons we learned. A lot of positives we could take out of it as well. And, and uh, you know, just got to get better in the summer. How does this next day compare to the other ones you've had? Um, it's bad, but it's not as bad. 
you know. Um, I feel like that game seven, like that, that was a tough one to get over last year. Um, this one, I feel like this one was more of a disappointment. And, you know, more anger. I think the one last year was just probably every bit of emotion that you can think of uh, running through your mind. But you know, it's definitely a frustrating, you know, disappointment this year because we had high expectations for ourselves and. You know, as well as everybody else around the league, you know, had expectations for us and we feel, you know, beyond short of them. So, um, you know, we just learn from them and just get better in the summer. And uh, next season, you know, we got to prepare ourselves differently and put ourselves in better positions to succeed in the playoffs. What do you think was the root of the inconsistency this season? I'm not sure. Um, probably our approach, you know, our approach to the games, our focus. A lot of times, I think sometimes we would we would just like show up and just think that we were just gonna win a game. You know, and, and, you know, you can't do that. You know, everybody's a pro. You gotta respect everybody. You gotta, um, you know, respect respect the the work that you put in and the work that others put in, and, and respect the game. And I think a lot of times we didn't do that. that kind of especially against you know five hundred teams. You know, we lost. The vast majority of those games, games that could have propelled us and put us in a better seeding position right. in the playoffs. No, you're good. Um, as you guys went through that adversity, what did you learn about yourself and developing as a leader, trying to kind of uh, not only play your way through this, but also you know set the, the tone for the rest of the season? It's tough to do. It's tough to do. You know, and uh, it's a challenge, and at the same time, it's 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 fun. You know, it, it, it kind of challenges you, and it's, I feel like that's the next step for me, you know, being a leader um, on the floor, you know, bringing it every single day, having that voice um, in the locker room, you know, and bringing a, a certain type of style and culture, you know, that we need, you know, knowing that every single day that we're going to get better, every day that we're going to compete, you know, every time we step onto the floor, and that we're going to have this mentality that, you know, we're not just going to talk, talk about it, we're actually going to perform. So. Um, it was a lot I learned, you know, being the focal point of scouting, rep scouting reports on a nightly basis, um, you know, having to lead a team with John being out. Um, and it, was a lot of, it was a lot of tough, tough little adverse times that, you know, that I went through this year, but it was fun. It was fun. Toronto made some significant changes, just the way they approached with their backcourt, and then they kind of changed the whole style of play. Do you think maybe some of those changes you – here, how do you feel like kind of the style going forward to get over that hump is feel like that's kind of in place already or not really sure. You know, we gotta we definitely individually we all have to get better in our game, um, on both ends of the floor, you know, and I feel like mentally we have to be a lot tougher than what we were. You know, I think this year we weren't we weren't as mentally tough. We didn't have that swagger and you know, kind of a little cockiness that we that we used to have. And uh, and I think that's something that, you know, something that we we shown that was successful for us, and something that, you know, we did well with. And you know, not everybody's style is gonna fit ours. You know, we'll work for them, work for them. You know, we definitely need to examine some some other ways um, in which to get better on both ends of the floor. Um, you know, our personnel, lineups, and everything like that. And, We'll go from there. You know, we just got to continue. Coach will probably watch film over the series and see what we can get better in a variety of ways. Speaking of personnel, what do you think teams maybe 
don't know. I don't know. I'll leave that up to the front office. You know, whoever's in the locker room is is who I'm going to war with. You know, and it can be twelve blonde guys and two people without arms. So, and I'm going to go to war with you. So, it doesn't matter. You know. At the end of the day, we got to have guys who, who want to be here and guys who want to compete and want to play hard. And, and yeah, that's Ernie's job. Brad, over your tenure uh, here, you've uh, kind of added something um, strong to your game every summer. Um, when you go and work out this summer with Drew, what do you plan on you know, trying to focus on adding to your game uh, for next season? I haven't really thought about it. Um, pretty much everything, because I'm not. I know I'm not perfect. My game isn't perfect. I still have a long way to go. Uh, had a lot of success and stri- made a lot of strides this year. And, but everything needs to get better. Ball handling, my decision making, and passes, reading defenses need to get better. So. And to follow up with that, um, Scott kind of put you in a position where you played a lot of uh, point guard. Down, you know, especially when John was out. Um, how do you feel like you fared? You know, you know, kind of being a creator, primary creator, and playmaker uh, throughout the season. I think I did all right. Uh, definitely gotten a lot better over my last couple of years. People would definitely say I wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to do this last year, the year before, and maybe the year before that. So uh, I feel like my game has evolved and gotten a lot better this year. Still, still has a long way to go for sure. Um, but for the most part, I enjoyed. I enjoyed playing point. I enjoyed uh, that experience. Is definitely. It's not an easy job to do, you know. So I understand. Feel for John at times when uh, you know he has to get everybody's shots and get everybody going and then get himself going. You know that's a t- that's a tough job to do. So uh, I definitely feel for him. To, to the point of roster construction, regardless of who the other people are, you and John and Otto, based on contracts and nothing else, are the guys who this team is built around. What do you what at the, for the three of you forgetting the other? What do the three of you need to do for you guys to go to the next level? We all have to get better when we know it and. Uh, <coughs> You know, we have to challenge each other, hold each other accountable. Uh, and and uh, we know that we won't have success unless, you know, we're all, we're all three on the same page. You know, it's unfortunate we lost Otto uh, last night. Uh, but and we lost John pretty much all year. Uh, so for the most part, it was kind of a, it was a rough year for us in a lot of ways. But we know that us, we have to get better, you know, to re- you know, the success and the downfall is going to lie on our shoulders, you know, and we accept it. And, you know, as leaders of the team and as the franchise guys, we got to we got to be better. You know, Ted demands more, coach demands more, and we demand more of ourselves. So we have to. And it's, it's just no way fans are buts about it. Brad, Scott, Scott noted uh, last night how John talked about how you had an MVP type season and praised you. And said that was kind of big for your, your relationship and growth with you guys. What did you learn? What did that mean to you? And what did, what, what did you learn to see him as a leader, your relationship with John? Man, I thought he was a little, he was embellished, embellishing a little bit. Uh, I had a good year, but man, MVP, that's, that's, that's a whole different, whole different category, you know, but it is tough to, it is tough to carry a team throughout the year. Um, but I didn't do it by myself, you know, and I'm not somebody who's going to sit here and say, you know, I take full responsibility for the position we were in. and. You know our success this year because that isn't true. You know it's 15 of us and everybody contributed. You know in one way or another. So, um, you know we didn't have the year that we wanted to, but it speaks volumes for John to say that. You know that's that's my guy at the end of the day. You know, uh, you know.
know, we've grown tremendously over over this year for sure. You know, both on and off the floor, and, and it's going to continue to continue to get better. And uh, you know, for coach to continue to instill their confidence in me as well, and you know, their belief in me and trusting in me to be able to you know lead and, and be able to make the right decisions and you know um, try to lead the team as best I can. That that spoke volumes to me as well. As you said. Um, Are you part of any conversations when it comes to free agents or asking your opinion on what this team, what can better serve you moving ahead? Yeah, he'll ask me on uh, my opinion on some guys, uh, guys continue my bringing in. And, uh, you know, I give him, give him my honest opinion and we'll talk about it. But ultimately, it's his decision. You know, it doesn't, you know, I can like somebody, you know, to man to the moon and back, but. You know, it doesn't guarantee that he's going to come here. Or I could dislike somebody, but that doesn't, you know, guarantee that he won't come here. So, you know, at the end of the day, uh, it's, it's his job. It's not my job. I don't even know all the, the numbers and deals and years and all this stuff. I don't, that's why it's his job. I can't. Mm -mm. Just, I, just, I just move the scoreboard. That's what they tell me to do. He'll be okay. You know, he's uh, he's always he's. I feel like he's tough on himself. Everybody's tough on him. Uh, and you know, I feel like for the most part, he had a, he actually had a good year. You know, he did play really well in the beginning of the year. You know, he didn't he didn't shoot it great at the end of the year, but you know, you know, you can't predicate your you know your season solely on you know making the missing shots. You know, uh, I feel like he he did a lot of the other things that impacted the game, but you know, he's still young and. He still has a lot to learn, and the sky's, you know, beyond the limit for him. You know, with his skill set and his talent level and his his hunger for the game. You know, he's he's very passionate about it, and he always wants to get better. He's a, he's a he's a learner. You know, and he didn't shoot it well. You know, who cares? You know, he'll get better. He's still learning. You know, he's young, and uh, you know he has a he has a long way to go. And he knows it, and you know I challenge him. We all challenge him. He challenges himself. So, you know, I don't I don't think he I don't think this is something that we have to worry about. Hey, Bill Crow. Brad, uh, March mentioned the difficulty of integrating Ty Lawson at the end of the season. He's bringing a new rotation guy you know, one week before the playoffs. Did you find, I know he played well, but did you find any difficulty in starting now a whole new rotation when you're just getting into the playoffs? Yes and no. Um, you understand it. You know, it is tough to rotate a guy in, but at the same time, it doesn't come down to X's and O's in, in the playoffs. You know, it doesn't come down to plays because. They know all of our plays. We know all of their plays. You know, you scout a team for, I mean, you're playing against them for a week and a half, two weeks. So you know pretty much everything that they're going to do, when they're going to do it, their tendencies, what they love to do. So, you know, in that aspect of it, you know, I don't necessarily agree, but it is definitely tough because it is the playoffs. It's the end of the year. We've had certain rotations throughout the year, and you know, you throw, you throw Ty out there, and you know, it's, it's looks kind of funky at first, but. You know, he actually played well and contributed on both ends of the floor for us. So, um, you know, it's kind of it's, it's a tough situation. It's twofold, and I feel for I feel for I feel for the situation. Is there a point where a core reaches its cell date? Not that you guys are necessarily there, but 
there's talk around the week that, like, you know, look at Lillard and McCollum, should they be broken up? But you guys, there's some success on how far an all-star backcourt can go. Just what do you kind of make of all that? Is there a zone? I don't pay any attention. You know, I don't. No offense to you guys, but I've really listened to what the media says about that. Because um, at the end of the day, you know, me and John, I've been here six, he's been here eight, and I've had a ball. I've enjoyed it. You know, I love DC. I love being here. This is a great organization. Um, you know, they've they've trusted us to build around us, and, you know, I don't, I'm not really a fan of change and starting over again. So, you know, hopefully. Hopefully, uh, Ted and Ernie won't, you know, give me the boot or give either of us the boot, you know. So we gotta, you know, we understand that we can be really good. You know, each and every year we continue to grow and get better and push each other to get better. Um, um, so I don't, I don't pay attention to that stuff. At the end of the day, you said the game seven loss hurt more than it does right now. Which, from a personal standpoint, I get you guys are one game away from the conference final. You think <coughs> you're ready to look back in a couple weeks and think that this season was potentially a missed opportunity considering Boston's injury. Right now is one game away. 100%. That's why it's more of a disappointment and frustrating and more like just like we just shot ourselves in the foot. You know, there's nothing, you know, you, we can't even feel bad for ourselves and, and, and sit here and try to sugarcoat it because, you know, we shot ourselves in the foot all year from start to finish. So, you know, it's been, it's been, a, it's been a rocky year. That's what it's been. You know, we don't accept it. You know, I'm not content with that. You know, but it is what it is, and you know we can only get better from from it and move on. And you know, last year we were a game away from the Eastern Conference Finals, which is unbelievable stage to be on. You know, and a step closer to to the big trophy at the end of the day. You know, and then getting knocked out in the first round, you know, is is unacceptable on so many levels. Don't mind me. Yeah, I wore this sweatshirt yesterday. <laughs> Sleep on a tape? No, I just woke up, spilled something on it. I uh, just came right here. It's, it's I guess first things first, I know yesterday you said that you appreciated the, uh, the Wizards for giving you this opportunity. Mm -hmm. Has your mind shifted to free agency and what were you looking for? What would you want? Do you want to come back? Um, It really hasn't. Uh, I talked to Ernie and the staff on Tuesday, then uh, probably we'll get rolling with that, but really haven't really thought about it. Um, I still feel from a great grateful standpoint, still feel grateful for the opportunity. Um, I told Coach Brooks I was surprised, that shocked how I played um, during the season, I even shocked myself sometimes. So um, that's how I'm feeling right now. Uh, still you, grateful. What do you think uh, kind of contributed to this this year that you had that was obviously a very nice comeback year? I don't know. Um, I was just doing everything I worked on, felt confident doing it, and it was working. Uh, shots were falling, uh, which boosted my confidence, boosted my play. Um, probably did stuff I never did in the game before, but just always thought I could do, if that makes sense. Um, I, don't know, I was just playing confident, just playing free. Um, I didn't have anything. I wasn't thinking about any court case, anything off the off the court. So um, that felt good. Do you think this season might surprise you that you think it was better than even some of your Atlanta series seasons early on? Or do you think 
Um, yeah, I, I think so. Um, I can't lie, yeah. I think this year it was. I don't like talking about myself, but yeah. What, one of the issues, do you think you wanted to have a few more minutes in the playoffs? I mean, you're, you're shooting so well. What were your thoughts in terms of playing the 14 minutes in the game? Were you sort of itching to get off the bench and get in there when you saw the fourth quarter struggles? Yeah. Um, you know, that's that was, that was that's a coaching thing. Um, that's, that was up to uh, Coach Brooks, whatever he saw, whatever the matchups it was. I know uh, one thing I can get better on is, you know, staying in front of my guy on defense, especially when you go small, um, rebounding. That's probably going to be um, – you know, two things I can get better with foot speed and, you know, being solid on that other end. So maybe I won't think about uh, not having me in there. So, uh, but that was, you know, that was coach, that's coach one. So. Obviously, when it comes to the next step, contract talks for everybody, big, you know, that, 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 that's, that, that's the primary factor in many cases. But for you, what you kind of deal with before you got here and knowing you're in front of the general area and mm-hmm. How much do those things even factor into beyond the years, money, things like that? Um, say it again. I don't Basically, know. the <laughs> fact that you, you know, from the, the, the year that you had here mm-hmm. and you've got some ties to the area, things like that, how much does that factor in versus whatever year is right. potential? Um, it helps a lot of my friends. Uh, talked a lot of my friends throughout the, throughout the season, uh, showing me lo- a lot of love, coming to the games. You know, that feels good. That always helps you out, helps your psyche. Uh, you always want to play great in front of the fans, especially your family that's able to come to the game. So, uh, you know, little stuff like that does help. Uh, does help you play, believe it or not. It helped me. Do you have a unique uh, situation of being new to um, this established core? Uh, what would you say this team's culture is? Um, it's a brotherhood, uh, whether you guys believe it or not. Uh, we, are, we are close. Um, you know, I'm close to everybody. I'm cool with everybody. Uh, I lo- love everybody. Love this team. Love this organization and the coaching staff. Um, you know, I just think it was just, it was kind of blowing up from the out from the outside and saying that we had you know interior beef, interior motives, what we, uh, which we didn't. So, um, you know, I, I I love these guys. You know, they're great guys. Hated them. You know, when I was in Atlanta, you know, went to fight all of them. But um, you know. Came here and went to World War, and they, you know, they brought me in like a brother, and that felt good. What do you see your role kind of being? If, do you have an ideal role, even if you go somewhere else? Would you like to start? Would you be um, comfortable coming off the bench? I'm kind of like uh, I'm, I'm like a realist, so I'm I'm comfortable with my role, like how I am. Um, you know, whether it's coming off the bench or either either way, starting to come off the bench, I'm always stay the same. I'm a you know, play my role, and that's about it. So I don't know if that answers your question. Yeah, yeah a little bit. Sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> in, in terms of the role of, of, of the position, you were playing at times with five this year as mm-hmm. you guys look small and this league is trending more and more. What is uh, is that? Is that something you need to something you look to work on in the offseason to if you're going to play more minutes there? Is that something that you've had in? Well, that's um just anything with basketball, whether you're playing small or. I just think the next step for me is, you know, a uh, lateral speed, you know, um, maybe just increasing it by, you know, 3% or 5%. Uh, that makes any sense. Just uh, getting better with that. So I uh, stay on the court. Yeah. And I'm just not saying that because, um, you know, I, I didn't play, but that's how I really feel. Like, uh, 
What'd you do last summer that you think you need to replicate this summer? You got, do you have to go back to uh, Mr. Shut Up and Train? Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely going back with them. Uh, him and my basketball guy. So, uh, I mean, they, they get a lot of credit. So, uh, you know, I'm not one of them guys that's going to leave them out, leave them out the dry when everything's going good. And I'm just going to go back to the same guys and uh, keep going to work. Who are your biggest mentors here on the team, your first season in Washington? So, who are your, your best mentors? On the team, uh, mentors. I don't know if I had, mm, I don't know if I had mentors. Um, it's a big mentor. Uh, I'd say, you know, DA, Coach Coach Atkins, he, he was, uh, he helped me a lot at Cam. Most of the coaches did help me a lot. I was close with all the assistant coaches. Um, yeah. The, um, that sort of mentor point and talking with everybody before you with the idea of why they play you guys very consistently this year. Some some said those losses under five hundred teams maybe some immaturity looking past them, things like that. Mm -hmm. From your perspective, is there a sense of maybe adding another veteran to would would help that aspect or is it just a matter of some of the young guys just have to get older and that's just part of the part of the part of the growth? Um I don't know how to answer that question. I just think uh, you know with teams under five hundred um, just beat them. That's all. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know if I had to, how to answer that question good, but um, I just feel like just beat them. That's it. What's your John Wall role in it? Oh. Oh, it's on. See. Okay. You, Great guy. We yeah. We talk, <laughs> we talk about the brotherhood, and uh -huh. he said whether we believe it or not. Yeah, man, y'all said, you know, we had beef and we hated each other. We didn't like John, all that shit. I mean, I, I, love, I loved everybody, and I think everybody felt the same. So, um, I don't know. I just, you know, you know, y'all like to hype things up sometimes. Why couldn't that translate on the court and beating the bad teams and things of that nature? You think we didn't? You think we didn't beat bad teams because we didn't like each other? Well, I, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not saying that, but you're 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 correlating. Like you know, you guys are. I honestly, I mean, yeah, I, that's how I felt. Um, we were great. We were brother. We were brotherhood. Um, we just didn't beat bad teams. I don't know. I don't think it's because we didn't like each other. I mean, that's that's my honest opinion. I just think we just didn't take care of business. Probably just took them for light. Your first year with Scott Brooks, what was your uh, takeaway from uh, from him? What did you learn? He's great, man. He's a cerebral coach. Um, I tried to figure him out the first couple months. Really couldn't, like, and I'm good. I can figure people out real quick, but um, couldn't really figure him out. So uh, I just had to, you know, just play my part, you know, to play the background, just see how he is. And um, great, great coach, cerebral, um, very down to earth, keeps it straightforward with you. And um, that's why I like players coach. So. And he talks a lot of shit. So I like, <laughs> like that, too. Yeah, kicks it. Mike, with you being the uh, emoji king of the NBA, what emoji would you use to describe this season? Um, ah, that's funny. Uh, I'll probably put the flame, flame emoji. Uh, yeah, I'll do that one. I think we're in on that one. <laughs> <laughs> right. I just need to work on my overall game. You know, I just got to come in here, grind, work on my body, definitely work on my body to you know, gain weight, get stronger, and um, just just work on my overall game. Just figure out the the offense, and then just trying to get acclimated in, in the system. You know, so I know they've uh, transformed your shooting mechanics quite mm -hmm. a bit. Uh, what's that process been like for you? 
It's been stressful, you know, frustrating some days, you know, like you used to making all these shots shooting your way and then you find out it's the wrong way, so you try to work on it and you just start missing all of a sudden. So uh, it's frustrating, but uh, I, just, I trust the coaches, trust the process, and I just, just keep working at it. I'm going to figure it out. Being around this series in the playoffs, when you think about your own game, what do you look at and see these are the things I need to do to get to that level to be possibly, say, in the rotation next year? I just need to work on just being more consistent on defense and uh, just working, just working offense and and uh, figure out the plays and stuff and just getting getting coaches trust that he can put me in in crunch time or put me in the playoffs or put me in in general, you know, and I can uh, help him to even help the team to, to be successful. So, have you been given any indication about whether you have a chance to stick around beyond the G League team next year? Obviously, they're starting. Uh, no, I haven't heard anything. I'm just trying to just get better each day and, and give myself the best opportunity to make the full roster. One. When when you were here uh, in spurts, who were some of the guys that kind of took you under their wing and what were they kind of helping you with? Oh uh, yeah, I hung out with uh, Mark Keith a lot and uh, Mike Scott, just because those guys similar to my size and skill set, and just told me keep working. When they when I was in the G League, they'll text me just. Just keep your head up, you know. Keep working hard. We see you down there working. Just keep working. And, and when I came up here, they just taught me little little skills, like little like tricks and stuff, to help me improve my game. So I mean, they just told me keep at it, keep working hard, and be the first man in the gym and the last one to leave. And you know, just just continue to work hard, and it's gonna pay off. While you were in the G League and and your first year as professional, did you notice that weight um, was an issue? Um, I mean, it's different down there, you know. I can get away with a lot of things, but uh, up here, you're playing with the the best of the best, the elite. So I got to be on my tip top game, you know. So, I mean, I saw it like it was it was wavering, going up and down, but uh, it really didn't affect me as much down there than it probably will here. So I feel like I need to improve in that area. What was it like all year? You're part of the team, and yet you're completely separate from the team. All you're kind of a man on your own island on some level. Mm -hmm. What was that like to, to to I don't know. What was it like just to be separated from everybody? I mean, it, it was it was challenging at times, you know, just feeling like you're not part of the team, but at the same time you're part of the team. But I mean, those guys, I talk to them like almost you know, every other week or so. You know, they still check on me, it made me feel like I'm part of the team. But uh, I mean, whatever situation I was in, I would just try to make the best of whatever situation I was in. You know, so when I was in the G League and playing with those guys, those guys are my teammates. I'm trying to win. You know, I want, I want to compete. And when I'm up here, it's the same thing. So I mean. It was challenging at first, but I mean, I got I got the hang of it. So, knowing what you went through this year, what do you think it will mean for whoever's on the G League next year to be here, to, to be connected to, to the, what do you think it will mean for them, and also what it will mean for this organization to have to have that? I mean, I'm just wait. Can you repeat the question? The, the now that you've been through the G League, but not mm -hmm. knowing this team is going to get their own team and it's going to be based here, they won't All be right. separate. What what do you think it will mean for for the team and also for the players who will be? Oh, on that okay, team? okay, okay. Yeah, it, it's going to be a lot easier. For sure, having their own team, you know, I mean, it was challenging for me because I was in a whole another state, whole another different organization. So I had to learn their plays, and and it was much different from what it is here. But uh, I think I think it's going to be good for for us to have our own G League team and uh, get the for for two way guy, you get to come up here and work out and and be right down the street from home, you know. So it's it's, it's going to be it's going to be good. Yeah. What was the like channel of communication like when you were with those G League teams that were not affiliates here? Um, like, who did you keep in contact with and what did they kind of monitor? Didn't they kind of send a player development guide? Yeah, they sent uh, Alex down there with me. You know, I, we was just working. Uh, I talked to uh, Coach Atkins a lot. Um, I talked to him probably every after every game. 
just gave me an analysis on how I did and uh, constructive criticism. So I mean, I, I had a lot of communication with, with the, the uh, staff up here. And um, it, it, I mean, it wasn't that much different, but I mean, they, they talked to me, so it made me feel comfortable, you know, so. But being uh, in the inaugural uh, two-way contract class, like how did, you played in the G League the whole season, like how does, you know, that kind of like, um, you know, affect like everybody else, like giving them, you know, positive spirits, knowing that, you know, you can get called up at any time or you're gonna play with different levels. Um, like how, how was that experience and just, um, do you think that the NBA will, you know, continue that and something that you enjoyed, an experience you enjoyed? Yeah, I definitely think the NBA will continue to uh, use it two-way. Um, for the first year, it went it went pretty smooth. You know, uh, guys were getting called up, and you, it just, it just, you feel good because you, you're working. I mean, obviously, you want to be with the, uh, the top guys, you know, but, uh, I mean, you're working, but you're still part of a team. You still you still have a home to call, like, go home to, you know. So I feel like the two-way the two-way was a good, a good experience. You get to come work with the guys up here and definitely and play down there. So, I mean, it was, it was a good experience, and I, th I think it's going to continue for sure. I assume you're excited for a summer league opportunity to get with the team again, and they'll have some players who will actually be on the team as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for summer league. Um, I'm about to work, work uh, and try to get my team some wins this year. You know, last year was kind of rough for summer league, but uh go try to turn that around this year for sure. <laughs> Devin, were there times during the season as you saw the depth issues Washington had and some injuries and they were keeping a roster spot open, were there times where you were hopeful or thinking maybe this is my time, they're going to call me up and get me some minutes? Was that frustrating seeing other two-way guys get called up and you're sitting there and Washington has so many needs that you could help out with? Yeah, I mean, obviously it's frustrating for, for a young guy like me who wants to uh, come in and make an impact right away and feel like he was approving. But, uh, I mean, I just kept level-headed and I knew I – knew Washington knew what they were doing. You know, these guys know what they're doing. They they have an ultimate plan, and if it's not my time, it's not my time right now. So, I mean, obviously, some days it got hard, but I mean, I just try to work on my game and, and try to keep improving it and not worry about not worry about that. You know? Thanks, folks. Thanks, Kevin. No, but I was like, man, if those guys ate pizza, man, I don't want to. I don't want to hear. I mean, I don't want to smell none of you guys' bread. <laughs> <laughs> Well, last summer, I think you went in and um, you had to have a procedure. Last summer, yes. Um, how are you entering this summer? Is there anything you need to address? No, this is uh, probably the only real positive points of this year, you know, uh, kind of an injury-free season and, um, you know, uh, just talked to coach and um, I was um, very thankful, you know, because earlier um, this year I wasn't playing my my, my best, you know, um, but it stuck with me. Uh, the coaching staff stuck with me and, uh, uh, you know, um, allowed me to uh, get back to uh, myself and, um, you know, eventually I did and uh, it was good for the team. And uh, so, you know, if it's a, uh, if it's a positive point, um, this is it for me. You know, I'm healthy now at the end of the year, and uh, I have a whole summer to, um, you know, get better. And maybe like what month of the season do you think you were back to 100%? This year, it's hard to tell. I want to say maybe a little bit before the All-Star break. You know, that's when I started to, um, you know, really feel like myself, you know. Um, my lateral quickness, my jumping was back, and uh, you know my overall um, 
feeling body you know uh, felt right so um uh, yeah you know close to uh, i want to say a little bit before the all-star break how frustrating was this year um you know you've been in this league a while and you guys just trying to get over that hump of finding consistency and weren't really able to do it uh, you know this year um, it's definitely the um, you pointed the, the the key word is this consistency you know uh, in this league it's a lot of good players it's a lot of good team but the team that's the most consistent, you know, are usually the team that lasts and the team that wins. So for us, um, this year was a lot of ups and downs. You know, it's a lot of ups and downs for various reasons. But, you know, um, at the end of the day, when you get that much ups and downs, you know, um, it's never, it never ends the way you want to. You know? So uh, it's been very tough. Frustrating year as far as that, um, but um, you know it's uh, it is what it is, you know. And uh, and now, you know, there is no easy way out. You know, there is no um, nobody's trying to um, you know point fingers. You know, it is what it is. We did that, you know, and we here. I'm here talking to you guys because of us, because of me, because of what we've done. So we gotta own it and we gotta get better. And uh, come back stronger, faster, better players. Jan, before the season, there was a lot of talk about continuity and bringing the team back together after having this type of disappointment. Yep. Is that realistic to kind of bring this entire group back together? Uh, that's a tough question, Chris. Um, you know, when you're talking about continuity, you know, it's, it's for the better. You expect better, you know, and I feel like we – we didn't do better than last year. So, um, you know, uh, it, it's hard. You know, I, I love those guys, um, you know, but we have our issues, you know, and uh, and unless we, we walk those, uh, we work those, those issues out, you know, um, we're going to continue to struggle at times and we're going to continue to not be consistent. So, um, you know, we definitely have to have good communication this summer, you know. Um, before looking elsewhere, we have to look at, you know, look at each other, see what we can really do, be honest, and then move on. Do you feel like you guys were honest with each other about those issues? I feel like we've, I feel like we um, might not have uh, identified the real issues. You know, we've, we've talked a lot, you know, we worked through a lot of the stuff, um, you know, that I, I will never say because those are stuff that family stuff, you know, stuff that stays in the locker room. So, but I, I feel like we haven't identified all the issues that we have. And this is very hard to do, you know, in a, in a group with a bunch of like high characters like we have. But unless, you know, we could honestly and genuinely, you know, talk and find solutions, we're going to continue the trend that's going right now. You think there was a lack of communication, would you say? Lack of communication, yes. Miscommunication, yes. Um, and... Um, 
I don't think it was, I don't think we had a genuine approach with everything, you know. And, you know, I've been in this league for a long time, been, been very good team. And then the, the, the team that has the most genuine, you know, good-hearted people um, with the right mindset, you know, those are the teams that really wins, you know. I feel like at time, our attention was not as genuine as it needed to be. Why do you think that happened this year and maybe not last year? You know, every year is different, you know. There's many, you know, you could have stuff going on for yourself. You could have stuff going on for... Um, you know, happening to your team during the season, you could have injuries, you could have injury-free season, you know, like we had last year, you know, it's, it's a bunch of stuff, you know, we, at the end of the day, I could, I could point and give you a whole lot of reasons, but, um, you know, this year is definitely not what we expected it, you know, and um, we're disappointed, you know, uh, it's an early exit for us. Um, but it is what it is, you know, and there's, there's no no finger to be pointed, you know. And, and, you know, you guys know me. I always point the finger at myself first, you know. And, and to me, you know, it's not a whole lot to take from this season except that, um, you know, I was healthy for the most part and I, I got myself back. You know, so that's 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 what I, I could talk on. Yeah, how early in the season did you notice that something might not have been right? Last year? No, this year. How early in this season? Uh, that it was back or it wasn't right? Because um, you, you were talking about the team kind of. Oh, the team, not, you talk about the not team? Having, not, not always addressing its issues properly um, and at miscommunication. But at which point of the which point of this of this season did you kind of put your, your finger on the pulse and say something's not right here? It's hard. It's a hard question. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't remember exactly when, but. Um, <clears throat> You know, um, NBA team, NBA season is long, you know, so uh, you go through times where, you know, you win games and everything feels fine, and then you go through times when you lose game and, and you feel like, oh, my gosh, you know, like what, what's going on? And and, um, and I think that, you know, uh, we had a rocky start, not as rocky as last year, but we had a rocky start. And, um, you know, uh, I felt like it was kind of an all-year type of deal. You know, I can't remember exactly when, you know, but it, it's been here for a minute. John DeBrad just told me just now, he felt like uh, <clears throat> after the Boston game on Christmas, yeah, he was like, oh, he felt like you guys had turned the corner. Like, that's the team that you had to be moving forward. And then the very next game in Atlanta, you guys lose. So he said that was kind of like the microcosm of the season. Would you agree <clears throat> with that assessment? Yeah, you know, this, uh, this has been very disappointing feeling to me because, you know, I, f I felt like this year so many times we played up to our competition. You know, when I said that, not to disrespect any other team because every team is capable of, of great things, but, you know, whenever we played the, the Cavs, the, the, the Celtics, you know, the, the big teams, you know, I, I felt like it, it was that little flame inside of us, you know, a pride and, and stuff that kicked in and, and we played so much better and then and then we'll go from, you know, showing who we could be to the next day a no show, you know. And and to come back to, you know, 
the inconsistency of of our group of guys this year, you know, kind of uh, kind of tells a whole lot about you know this season. Very inconsistent for many reasons, you know. But um, you know, we got to do better. When you got high expectation, you got to do better at that. There's no, there's no way. There's no way you play great one day and so poorly the next day, you know. And and there's no, you know, people are going to point fingers and be like, oh, it's the coaching's fault and it's the players' fault. It's, it's all of us. You know, the coaches, the front office, the players, we are just as much responsible, even more the players, because we're the one on the court playing. So, you know, this year it's... Um, the feeling I had last year is completely different from this year, you know. Um, so a lot of work to do. Can you explain a little more about how, how you felt last year versus how you feel right now? Like last year, you know, I, I felt like when we lost that game seven in Boston, I felt like we was like that close, you know. Maybe a couple more plays, you know. I, I, I felt like, you know, we were right there. It could have easily gone our way, you know. And I felt encouraging, you know. I felt like, you know, this summer could be very interesting for us with a few little tweaks, and we're right back at it, you know. So after I talked to you guys, I felt home feeling good, you know, and I had a great summer. I had surgery, obviously, but in the back of my head, I'm like, well, you know, um, next season is going to be great, you know. This year, <laughs> Since last night, I, I didn't really sleep much, you know, and it, it, I get this bad taste in my mouth because, you know, not only it was disappointing to finish eight this year, but then when we got in the playoff and we got the series tied 2-2, we showed that we could really play and compete against the best in the East. It's like, like I said, so inconsistent. You know, and it's like, man, we better than that. We all know that. But we didn't prove it on the court. So it is what it is. Now we're on vacation. We got a whole lot of time to, to think about it. And, and we're going to just watch other team play, you know. And the feeling is, is really like, to me, it's, it's a bit of, bit, of, bit of sweet. Not even a bit of sweet, like more of a, like, failing type of, of feeling. So, um, you know. This season, to me, uh, ain't gonna be remembered as one of the best. You know, I tell you that much. Well, you mentioned being a veteran, being in a lot of locker rooms with different dynamics. Is that something that you think can be changed with the leadership that's on the team now, or do you think a veteran voice would need to come in and, and sort of kickstart things for next season? You know, it's everything. You know, you can't. I can't pinpoint exactly what's going to be the, the trigger. You know, um, it's, it's, I think it's going to be a combination of a whole lot of different stuff. You know, um, you know. It's people that have the right attention in this franchise, you know. They're trying their best, you know, to, to have this, this, this franchise as a successful franchise, and the goal is to win a, a championship. So, uh, you know, it's hard. It's hard every year. It's only one team. It, it, it's a hard job. So, you know, it takes more than one guy. You know, it takes more than one leader in the locker room. It takes more than one coach. It takes, it takes a group of guys, you know, just like, you know, to raise my kid, you know, it'd be great if me and my, my wife could be the only one. Just It takes everybody. It takes grandma, grandpa, you know, it takes nannies, it takes everybody, you know. So 
um, for me to um, give the best care to my children. So it's the same thing here. Uh, it's gonna take it's gonna take way more than one guy. When you go into the summer, when you're Veteran who's been in the league for ten plus years. You say you want to get better. Yeah. What do you focus on? Uh, you know, um, you focus on yourself. Focus on your on your body. You know, obviously, as you get older, you know, body doesn't feel the same way. Um, you know, so I'll make sure I get myself back to a hundred percent, and um, you know, work on my game. You know, the game is changing now, so I, I gotta adjust myself. You know, uh, and get better. I do the stuff that I'm required to do on the court now, you know. Um, so yeah, obviously, I'm gonna watch some film, you know, see uh, what I fell this year as far as you know some of the stuff I had a hard time to do and, and get better at it, you know. But first thing for me is, you know, um, take some time off, um, and then um, you know, making getting back and, and making sure that my body is. Uh, is you know a hundred percent you know it's going to be for me the exciting part is that I have a whole summer no rehab you know it's all work you know and and the last time I had that was um my summer before my last year in Indy which was the summer before um my contract year and um had a had a long summer where I was injury free and I had a lot of time to you know focus on myself and getting better and spend a lot of time in the gym so this is my mindset you know being in the gym and being able to work and that rehab Well, I, didn't, I probably didn't win a game when I wore them for, for it. <laughs> they did. I'm not going to wear them. They're still Probably how quick you know that goes. Uh, just just like that, it's over. Your season's over, and it's crazy, you know, how how the things in sports go fast like that. Uh, especially when you don't know until where you're gonna you know play or until until when you're done. So so it was yeah, kind of crazy, you know, and how quick it is. And uh, obviously, sad our season's over. Why, why do you think you guys were never able to find the consistency that? you had last year and, and maybe at times showed it this season? I mean, I don't know. So, uh, right now, still still early, I would say, you know, for me to just you know, process everything, what happened. But uh, it was too much up and downs during the whole season. We, like you said, we didn't we didn't find uh, consistency. And especially, like, beating, like everyone was talking about, you guys were, you know, giving us uh, this this thing that we never beat, like, or we had a bad record again uh, under 500, you know, Teams and uh, yeah, it was bad, and I think that will not give you any advantage for the playoffs. Even though we, we were able to stay for eight spot, you know, playing in Toronto, it's not the best options. But even like that, you know, John got back. He had a I think amazing uh, actually series. You know, he's been playing 
great like last year, but just that you know you cannot turn on right away. You know if you're having season without consistency, so I think that actually uh, you know give us a little trouble there. How would you evaluate? It wasn't easy for sure. Uh, it wasn't easy at all. But uh, like you know, I went through a lot of things this this year when I didn't play at the at the beginning. Then I, I then I started to play. Uh, I played good as a starter, you know. So uh, th that's what NBA can brings you. You know, that's how you have to be ready for uh, for those opportunities and be ready when you not when the things not going in your way. So. I was kind of ready for that uh, because I was keep telling myself that you know when everything was great that it could be like that and you you're not playing and uh, I was trying to just stay ready and uh, and help the team in any way you know defensively uh, I try to try to do my best uh, knowing everyone and just know I'm going there for you know a few minutes just to do my best you know obviously it's tough for you you're never efficient or you never feel like you're giving everything you have but you just have to be positive. Were you surprised that they brought in Ty two days before the playoffs after you started 30 games mm. when Wall was out? Well, I heard I heard about the rumors, you know, that they're going to sign some some point guard. So I, w I wouldn't say like I was very surprised because it's kind of they they repeated that right like last last year also we signed Brandon Jennings for the playoffs. So I wouldn't say surprise. Uh, I was surprised how he played, you know, in his first first game he was he was very efficient and uh, you know, he's a good player, a very good player. After playing most of the season as the backup point mm -hmm. guard and your final game of the season was um, backup small forward. Mm -hmm. What do you think your role is next year? I don't know. It's gonna be nice to find out. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's just how the game is developing developing and, and for me especially, you know, being a tall point guard who plays a lot without the ball, so I think I'm just a good player to alternate to those positions. You know, it wasn't like for the first time I play uh, shooting forward uh, or backup shooting forward. I had some uh, games at the beginning of the season, uh, so I kind of already getting in, in the shoot arounds or whenever like I know someone's not playing, I'm always trying to get ready personally for for those minutes at that position. So you know, it wasn't a surprise for me, but you have to change your game a little bit. You came back uh, with an improved shot this year. What is going to be the emphasis this summer? I mean, I just just work on on everything in general. Still, uh, I have to still keep working on the sh shooting, uh, especially getting it a little uh, quicker, having having quick quicker release. Uh, because you know, I felt like at the beginning of the season I was given those shots, and then the scouting, uh, or you know, the other teams were a little bit ready for me. So I definitely have to get it quicker and uh, just you know work on work also on my body a little bit more. This this year uh, there is no like a national team, so it, it will be different summer for me. So definitely will try to uh, take advantage of that. Mas, what type of communication do you get from the coaching staff in terms of what they explain to you of what your role is? Because you're you're clearly a point guard. You played the backup point guard. Mm -hmm. and they put you out there for five minutes at small forward. Uh, do, you, do they have anything telling you during the season? Like this is where we want you to play. This is ideally what we'd like you to do. No, but I think you have to just uh, react to the certain situations. You know, uh, they're not going to have like a half half an hour uh, meeting with me about you're going to play next game on the positions. You know, I think uh, that's already my understanding from those two years that uh, 
I have to be ready to play on those positions. I'm not saying it's you know mentally uh, easy, definitely not easy, but uh, that's what I'm here for a little bit, you know, just to alternate in different positions. And uh, like I say, we don't have meetings about it, but uh, I kind of know already with communication with other coaches or other people around uh, what it might be expected from me. What do you have to do to earn a spot in the rotation for the playoffs, though? Was there something there that coaching staff said they needed more to, to see more from you than no we didn't we didn't talk about that uh, well I don't know it's more a question for coaches you know uh, I try to do my best and I try and play hard every time I step on the court I think people can see that and uh, uh, I don't know you, it's a question for them maybe they felt like it's a different matchup so. it, to carry a, to piggyback off that then is there a part of you that feels like what else do I have to do I Say again, please. Is there a part of you that feels like, what else do I have to do? Because I started, like, you played pretty well down the stretch. Well, obviously, you thinking when you're not playing, you're thinking about what you can do better, what you could do better. Uh, I don't think it's a great approach, also, you know, because it, it could get you uh, screwed up a little mentally or anything. So it, it's tough, like I said, but uh, you have to thinks uh, you have to see things what you can. Uh, control for the future and not be bothered by by the past or anything. But like I say, I'm always trying to do my best there. When you started all those games over, um, you know, picked up for John when he went down mm -hmm. with the surgery at the January. Like, how did the communication with him change? What kind of advice and mentorship? Yeah, with John uh, when you were starting. Well, we always kind of talk a little about the game. You know, he's a very smart uh, uh, player with a high basketball IQ. So. It was always good from uh, for me, you know, to just uh, hear his opinions or that. But but it definitely was helping me with a lot of matchups because suddenly I went, I was going against the all-star point guards, and uh, there was a lot of things we could talk about. And uh, definitely he helped me a lot. And it's great to hear from your you know best player that uh, I have to be aggressive all the time. That's what he's telling me. So uh, it's a good for for your confidence as well. Thanks, Thomas. John, just to start with the with, with the series, just to, you know, just sleep on it. What's your uh, kind of final takeaway? Why you guys uh, lost the series? Um, I mean, we didn't. We played well at times, but we had a lot of bad lapses in games. I mean, we show great moments, then we show bad moments. And um, just kind of not respecting some of the opponents that we went against. I mean, like daring guys to take certain shots to do certain things. Um, those guys are NBA players for a reason. And we let some of their guys do great. But um, they role players play well, man. They, they did a great job for them. And they relied on their bench a lot, like they did most of the regular season. And um, that's kind of how the series went. The, the not respecting guys that you're saying in the series, I mean, talking to the other guys today, talking to you guys throughout the season, in terms of those inconsistent losses, that was a theme that came up constantly, overlooking guys, not respecting guys. Why do you think that's the case, that that was a theme for you guys in multiple aspects this year? Um, I don't know if I had the answer, I think I would tell you, but it's kind of hard to say, you know what I mean? All these guys are NBA players for a reason, so they all have some type of talent that makes them have an opportunity to be on a roster. So um, I've been in that situation where we're a team that a lot of People don't respect and kind of think it's okay. It's an easy win, and these these young guys are playing hard. They're trying to survive and keep a job or feed their families, so they come out with a focus. 
And if you go out there and give these guys any chance or any life, they can have an opportunity to beat you. And that's what happened to us a lot this year. What was it like going through that, not only playing on the court, but being the leader in the locker room and you know doing what you can to kind of find consistency through the two? Um, it was great, but tough at times. I mean, because as a leader, you got to do it at all times. Never take a day off, and that's something I can get better at. Uh, when you have your mood swings or days you don't want to be bothered, you have to still be a great leader. Um, that's something I can, I definitely can learn from from this year. But um, when you're not playing, it's kind of hard to be a leader because you, you don't want to say too much because you're not out there playing and competing with the guys. But at the same time, you have to be the leader and hold it down. John, where do you think um, this core is heading into fifth year together? Um, I think the core is cool. You know, I mean, the core has shown what we can be when we play great, when we play together, when we play as a team. Um, everybody has improved and got better every year. I think the most thing we really can worry about is just trying to add some pieces to fit right with guys and that want to be true professional, that want to really play and want to understand their roles and help the team out as much as possible. I think that's what we need to do. I mean, as us, as me, Brad and Otto and those other guys, Keith and Gorton, those guys, we got to continue to keep getting better by ourselves and figuring it out to be better as teammates and play together and not have our lapses when we play well together and when we don't play well. But other than that, we just got to add some pieces. And as you mentioned, just the, the five guys that you mentioned as the starters, as it's currently constructed, can this team get over the hump? Can, that, can this core, those five guys? Well, we, I think that, that five has shown we can compete against anybody. I mean, this year, I wouldn't say so when we dealt with injuries. Um, but other than that, I feel like we've shown we compete against anybody, any team. You know, beat some good teams with that core and lost to some good teams with that core. I think it's just figuring out what pieces can add to our team and what guys can stay and what guys can go to make us that really want to be here and that really want to win and really want to take that next step. So, I mean, it looks like maybe the team is at least a little bit deeper than it was last year, but you think this kind of the way this season went kind of shows that it's still not enough, not the right pieces? Um, I wouldn't really say that really deeper. I mean, to be honest, in my opinion, I think. Um, We've added some pieces that help us out at times, but I think at the same time we could have added some more. I mean, Jody gave us what he had when he was here before he went through it. Mike was great for us. Um, Tim had moments. Thomas came in and had moments when I was out. Jan had moments when he was able to play and give us what he had. But at the same time, I think just as front office, front as our front office people, we just have to figure out what really fits with the team. I mean, I think we've been trying for some years to figure it out. I think we got. This summer, that's really an opportunity to try to make some more switches to make it a deeper team and a more stronger team. Because you kind of look at the OP go down, you just have Rudy Kelly as one backup three. Then we're trying to play Thomas in a position where he's used to being a dynamic ball handler. So it's kind of tough with situation things going like that when you deal with injuries. So you want to make sure you're prepared in those situations, those positions, that if something happens, you, you can hold it down. You brought up twice. Um guys who really want to be here. Was that mm -hmm. an issue? No, I just think, you I mean, you can kind of tell when guys, when things going well, everybody's happy, everybody want to be here. But when things get rough, that's when you really figure out who's your brother, who's really in the war with you, who's really in the fight with you. So um, I think anybody can see from the outside or the inside looking in who really wanted to be here when things wasn't going great for us. But when it's all happy, go jolly, and we're winning, it's all fun and games. But when you're not, you have to stick together because those are the only people you can call your brothers or your families in that locker room. Obviously, your playoff numbers speak for themselves, but how close to 100% did you feel in the playoffs, especially from a conditioning standpoint? 
I think I think playing 40 plus minutes a game, I think my conditioning was fine. Um, I feel like I could have played even better, in my opinion. I mean, but coming off of what I did and play that well, I think it was good. Just not good enough to get my team to the next round. You talked about uh, the fit a second ago. One thing that was interesting was watching with Ty Lawson, who'd been here for 10 seconds before the playoffs started, and you and the two of you were playing out there a lot. The other times on there's been iterations of using you as the backup point guard. It doesn't seem to work at all, partly because the other guy wasn't a shooter. Does, does, does that sort of an example of fit having a guy like Lawson who can shoot? Is it is like, do that, even if it's not him again, do that, that's a better fit as opposed to having a point guard who can't play with you, that type of thing? Um, I think it's kind of really just whatever decision coach want to make with it, you know what I mean? Because at times when me and Thomas played <coughs> together, it was good because we can put the ball in his hands, I can play off the ball. Um, so it's kind of different with Ty was like we can use his shooting ability, his attacking ability, his speed, him being able to have somebody else out there that can create for others. And uh, he came in and did great for us for the short period of time he was here. What do you think this team could use in the, in the basketball sense? Um, it's a lot, to be honest. I feel like it's a lot we can use. I think I don't really have to say certain positions and certain things, I think just uh, being, people being around the team understand what we can use to help our team because and it's not throwing shade to anybody on our team because everybody that's on the roster gave everything they have to make it work and fit with the team. But at the same time, sometimes when it's not working and it, you try, you try, and you try, and it keeps failing over and over, you have to make certain adjustments and make certain changes. And at the end of the day, we don't make those decisions. It's up, the upstairs does that part is us. As me and the other 14 guys on our team and the coaching staff, we prepare ourselves to play every game, listen to the game, playing coach givers, and go out there and try to give 110% effort. But I think from those guys, they upstairs watching and seeing, they can understand what we can add and what we might need to make our team better to finally get over the second round or get through the first round like we did this year. John, do you think it's pretty obvious? Or what? What you guys need? Yeah, it's pretty obvious. I don't, I don't think I have to point it out. I think the way the league is going, you need athletic, you need athletic bigs. You need scoring off the bench. You need all those type of things. I mean, I think we don't really have an athletic big. I mean, Jan's older, Marcus older. I mean, those they're not athletic guys, but they do the little things that permit them for their game to help us as much as possible. Um, scoring off the bench, we had that in Jody at times, but he's a shooter, really not putting the ball on the floor. I mean, Thomas is a great. Point guard to sit everybody else. KO was a lockdown defender, knockdown shots for us. Michael was basically our go-to scorer and things like that. But we need another somebody else that can create out the dribble. I think at times that's what hurt us, and we kind of got that when Ty came. But it was later in the season. So, John, you um, bigs that you just mentioned are under contract. You don't have to be a salary cap expert to know that there's not a lot of. Um, financial flexibility with this team. So how do you think the front office can improve this roster? I ain't go to school for that. <laughs> so, let me stop. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's up to them to make that decision. But like I said, whoever comes back, whoever stays what it is, we deal, we, we deal with it because those are our teammates. You know what I mean? Those guys do the best they can, their ability to help us out as much as possible. Um, we know what it is. We know what the situations are. Um, that's up to the front office to decide they want to make any changes or keep guys. But at the same time, you kind of know what guys want to be here. 
from what people have said in the past and what they haven't said. It is obviously ultimately Ernie's job, the front office's job, Scott Brooks's job to make those kinds of decisions personnel. Otherwise, that said, you obviously been here for a while, star of the team, big contract, all that. Do you feel more compelled, especially after a first round exit, to this offseason say, hey, I think this, I think that? I've been feeling like that for a while. At the same time as myself, I have to stay stay healthy myself and improve my game every summer. And I don't put the pressure on everybody else. I put the pressure on myself because I am that franchise guy. I am the guy that has to be the leader of the team, that has to get everybody better, make everybody better on my team. But at the same time, if I'm doing my part, the other 14 guys on my team have to do their part of getting better every year. And um, just being true to the team, I think our problem we have a lot of times is guys don't understand their role and respect their role. And if you look at those teams, we go from here to there to there to there to there every year. You know what I mean? We have to be a team. If you want to be a championship team or be a team that do well in the playoffs or in the regular season to succeed, you have to stay at a steady level. We might drop a little bit, but you can't keep going up and down every year, all year. And that's something we've been dealing with since I've been here. I believe you've said in the past that you're not someone who likes to kind of recruit free agents or whatever. You still feel that way, or is your perspective? I think people understand what they get if they come here. I mean, they've seen our team. Then they kind of know what it is. I don't think you really have to do too much recruiting unless you try to like take you and two other people to a whole other team. And I'm cool where I'm at. David, um, to uh, Candace's point before, but you guys are to some degree the core is kind of locked in without uh, some big move. And that in terms of you and Brad and Otto, that's where a lot of the, the money goes. One conversation that lasted all season was Otto's shot attempts. He makes he makes them when he takes them, but sometimes doesn't take enough. And the question is, why is that? As we go into this offseason, why do you ultimately think that existed? And is that something you, as the point guard, maybe think about in the offseason? Well, before Otto got paid all the money, Otto was getting those same shots. So uh, I don't think just because your your money went up, other stuff pulled the good. You know I mean, Otto's the player that he is. Otto's a guy that's a slasher, knock down threes for us, a great defender, a guy that does the little things that you see goes unnoticed. I mean, at the same time, it's when you get the ball, you have to be aggressive for yourself and look for your shots at time. And you, you can't sit there and tell OP to go play one-on-one and try to be aggressive. That's not OP game. So he just stays in his lane. And that's what it is. In certain games, he's going to permit where he's going to get a lot of shots. Some games, he might not. So Late in games of the course of the season, you basically almost never took a shot. And what, in the fourth quarter? Yeah. And basically, obviously, you and Brad are handling the ball the most. I mean, I guess it's sort of the obvious question there is, it does, do you guys have to get him the ball more, or is that something where he has to just be demanded more, be more aggressive? Does the coach have to call plays, things like that? Um, I think everybody in the fourth quarter, I do a lot of scoring and a lot of passing at the same time. So you get the, it's the same as I always say, you get the opportunity to get the ball and get shots. You ain't making them. Who fault is that? I mean, at the same time, you also have to be aggressive when you get the ball at times. And like I try to say, you can't tell OP to go play one-on-one because that's not where you feel comfortable at. So it's kind of hard to say, go get shots. I mean, we try to find them as much as possible. And every game is always different. You look at games where March might have a high scoring game because they had a different pick and roll coverage. Sometimes people know well, OP's a spot up shooter, we're not going to help from that side. So every game is always going to be different. So, How do you, how do you feel like your um, off season conditioning plans will go based on what you did last summer and then kind of how this season ended up transforming? Well, the way I, everything I did the three months I was um, injured to get in the best shape lose a lot of weight is what I'm going to do for the rest of the summer, you know what I mean? Take care of my body, eat healthy, have a little fun here and there, and chill out.
much was made about, I guess, the November team meeting you guys had. Mm -hmm. And then um, today, Young was saying that there were some issues that he felt like he felt he felt as if the team did not communicate with each other. That might have led to um, some of the inconsistency. Do you think this team was on the same page this year? No, I, no. <laughs> I just tell you. I mean, some people don't understand their role. So when you don't understand your role, and you think you deserve a bigger role. That's not about to happen. If you're not built for it, why would you want to be put in that situation? But a lot of people say they want that that pressure or that situation, then they get put in and they, and they act totally different. So don't ask for something you can't handle. But at the same time, as if you have a team meeting and we're brothers, if you're a grown man like you're supposed to be, if I have a problem with somebody, I can confront you and talk to you without having to have a problem, you know what I mean? Because you're supposed to talk to your brother, you're supposed to have arguments, you're going to have fights, you're going to do all that. But at times, if you can't talk to somebody because they always think it's negative or taking it the wrong way, yeah, you're going to have issues and problems in the locker room, and that's where inconsistency happens. Why do you think that's happening this season? It's happened every year we've been here. I mean, just at times where we kept it in the locker room and guys moved forward, we had one meeting. All right, we grown, move past it, let's go play basketball. I don't know, some reason, for some reason this year it kind of lingered around a lot longer, and that's when you have your ups and downs and your downfalls. We got time for one more. John, do you think any of those issues that you're talking about are something that a, another veteran in the locker room would help, or do you think the leaders that are there now, you have what's in place to actually fix that going forward? Well, you can fix it, but it's the same as if I, if I don't like you for asking me a certain question. I mean, we might argue, right? You might take it the wrong way. I might take it the right way, you see what I'm saying? But it is what it is. Like, certain people you talk to can handle certain situations. Like, I might can yell at you, but I might can't yell at him. You got to know how to talk to certain people, and then when certain people feel offended by that, it's kind of hard to balance it out. And, like, if I have a problem with somebody, we might argue here, but when I get on the court, I throw it to the side because I'm trying to win. Some people can't fluctuate both of those ways, and sometimes that escalate from having a problem in the locker room or disliking somebody to taking it on the court and not playing as a group. All right, thank you. Thanks, John. Thanks, John.